Okay. Do the intro. You know how fast you're going? What? How fast are you going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Well, welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast, uh, Midweek News, being Holstera, are here and uh we are trying a new program we're, we're both live of course i got a mask on so my head's kind of invisible holster <laughs> that's just really him so yeah <clears throat> but i'm using uh i'm using ecam i usually use obs i couldn't figure out how to work and get it to work on the other so uh whole new program for me tonight so if anything messes up i apologize in advance are you are you like blind in one eye? No, I am not. That thing is over like one eye. Well, if you, uh, I don't know if you, he's. I think he's looking at me without the green screen stuff. So I have a green hood on, according to him. Oh, is your face invisible? Well, if you you got to pull it up the live stream on your phone or something or on tablet, just turn your volume down. You'll be able to hear it. Uh, Freebird was supposed to be here with us tonight, but uh. Uh, unfortunately, Freebird says, uh, no, Roy says I look sexy. I'm always <laughs> sexy. But, uh, Freebird, unfortunately, is, uh, came down with COVID. <laughs> he went and got the, uh, that cocktail. He had texted me earlier, said, I'm not going to make it. Sent me a picture of himself in the hospital with a drip in his arm. He's not feeling bad right now. He just came in contact with somebody and went and got checked, and he is positive. So I'm just hoping he didn't have a he don't get a bad case like me because because I I will show him. I told him I got this, but if Freebird decides to be anonymous still, I got him this to wear so he can be live. Look at it, ain't it cool? That's pretty damn cool. It's pretty cool, huh? The reason I got this one on is so I can drink and talk easier while I do it. Hopefully one day I can show my beautiful face, which is sarcasm right there in itself. <laughs> not beautiful no, face. Not far off. Uh, no. Uh, like and subscribe to you know us on if you're watching live, or whatever YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe to it. Hit the little bell for me. If you're just listening to the audio, uh, make sure you go leave a five star review. If you'd like, and write a review. If you write something, good chance I'll read it on here. One of these other ones. Yep, damn free bird. Yes, Anastasia loves free bird. 
Uh, I think An- Anastasia probably could get a stalking offense on Freebird. <laughs> and uh, as y'all can see, this is a little bit different for me, but I'm able to put the little things up there. You know, Anastasia might want to be careful that Freebird does not get a report on her. We're going to start out with uh, the stories as usual. Uh, I kind of put my glasses on because I'm an old fucker. And uh, if you're watching live, I'm old and I have to uh, put glasses on to read. The first story. The first story is a feel-good story. Uh, it's going to be, uh, the, it says, family says, a uh, wounded, paralyzed Chicago officer is working 100, 110% to recover. This is the uh, the guy that got shot along with the girl in Chicago when it got killed, and he didn't die. The family of uh, Carlos Yanzi Jr., who was critically wounded in Chicago, is working hard to recover. It says it's been a little over a month since he was shot multiple times and his partner, Officer Ellie French, was killed in the line of duty in Chicago's South Side. That was all over the news. It was a big thing. It says in the week since his attack, the family says he's given 100%, 10% rehab. He uh, is partially paralyzed due to all the shooting and he lost one of his eyes in the shooting. At the end of August, he was released from the hospital and was undergoing therapy at a rehab facility. They say he is showing some small movements in his left arm, and the right leg is getting some strength slowly. The left leg hasn't shown much improvement, the, his family said. Uh, he's still alive. Yeah, I mean, he, he's never going to be 100% again, but, I mean, he's getting mobility. Uh, they had a, pitch, they had a little video of him here. He, don't, he, 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 he actually looks pretty good from being shot that many times and stuff like that and shot the face at that yeah and i mean he's still you know got his senses about him so good for him i hope he makes a he, he'll never be 100 percent again but hey he's still alive he could be with his family so uh thoughts and prayers go out to his family for sure and him because uh that's i i was kind of a feel-good story yeah you know we start out with that before we get pissed off and start cussing and post. Because, <laughs> you know, we will. Me, me, Iceman get pissed off and cuss about stuff. No. Just, who says that would happen? All I'm right. Just, this next one, I, I guess I'll let you read it. It's the next story. To, uh, Coronavirus thing? No, no. I, I thought I said them to you. It's the Afghan refugee house in Texas complaining about food Go figure. this one just pissed I read this shit and I even talked to my own about it. it this one pissed me the hell off so do you have that story Are you still, yep got it just pulled yeah, it up yeah. I mean they show the plate I mean <coughs> I'll tell y'all no, I didn't put the pictures up I mean it's not a, a it's it's not a four course meal I mean right it, it's not a five star restaurant you know, I mean, you know uh, Gordon Ramsay did not cook this but hey in, in their country they're all being beheaded so you, you could be eating a, a freaking camel burger and a spider kebab okay camel so well I've never had a camel burger <laughs> it might be delicious but go ahead and, uh, and read that one El Paso Texas an Afghan 
refugee being housed at Fort Bliss received backlash online after he shared a photo of the meal that he was given. Hamid Ahmadi <laughs> yeah, posted the photo on Twitter on September 2nd, and his tweet has since gone viral. Uh, not complaining, but this is... That was the rest of the story. Might have to scroll down a little bit. For <laughs> yeah, I got it. Not complaining, but this is what I got last night. Of course, opening up all these freaking links. Hang on. Not complaining, but this is what I got last night for dinner, and the next meal is 12 hours later. Refugee life might be safe, but never easy and favorable. He tweeted, Many people on Twitter took offense to the tweet and called Ahmadi ungrateful and told him to go back to his own country. So we rescued you from Afghanistan and, and are giving you food that the taxpayers are paying for, and you have the nerve to complain. Uh, tweeted someone else. If you don't like this country, you can leave. On Monday, Ahmadi shared multiple updates on Twitter about the resettlement process and food at Fort Bliss. Ahmadi said he spoke to the refugees about the food and shared their thoughts with those in charge. He also added that refugees are starting to see improvements with the food and with communication with volunteers and officials. Well, yeah. Ahmadi can shut the fuck up and go back to Afghanistan. That, well, that's they said they're welcome yeah. to leave at any yeah. time. I mean, you're going to sit here. You were flown over here from that shitbag country you live in, given a place to stay, and you're given free food, free room and board, and all that stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry that it wasn't up to your standards. or was. I mean, does he want somebody to hold his dick while he takes a piss, too? I mean, this motherfucker, you, you can already tell. You can already tell when he does go wherever he's going to go. He's going to be another drain on society, just wanting yeah. all the free shit all the time. Fuck you, Ahmad, whatever the fuck your name is. Go back to your country. Get your head chopped off. I don't give a fuck. Well, that's, because that's what they think America is. Just come here and get everything for free. So, you know, that's my tax money I'm paying at that would giving you food for nothing. You know, nobody gives me food for nothing. Hell, no. I went to stop that. I woke up late this morning, so I didn't have time to cook my own breakfast. I stopped at Burger King. I got that, uh, what's that, two for $5 thing? Yeah. With the bagels. You need to get bacon or sausage. Well, I asked for sausage. I mean, I'm sorry. I asked for bacon. I also asked for a hash brown and a Coke. I get my stuff. pay for it. Well, I, I, she didn't ring the Coke up because I could tell by the price, which was fine. I had a drink. But I get my food. I tell her, thank you. I'm all nice and polite. And, you know, thank you. Have a good morning. Blah, 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 blah. I get my food. I go down the road. I got the two bagels. But they didn't want bacon. It was fucking sausage, which I didn't want. And there was no hash brown. And this was the manager that did the food. This woman was running the fucking store and can't remember to put <laughs> a fucking fried potato in a goddamn bag. <sighs> yeah, if I fucked up that much at my job, I, I'd just I'd be fired. Oh, yeah. But uh, Ahmad, whatever your name is, go back to Afghanistan and go... Go, go fuck yourself. Or a goat. Or a goat. Or, I mean, he he could be, a, you know, like I said, 
he, he'd be a lot worse off. But you know what? You, you know, them type of people, people like that. Not just saying because he's from Afghanistan. I'm saying people like him, period, that want something for nothing and think they're entitled to everything. Motherfucker, go and get a job. They'll probably give him a gas station somewhere. And this <laughs> motherfucker, you know, will be selling, you know, uh, roses and tiny glass cylinders, you know, crack pipes. But <laughs> no, 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 no. This next one right here is another one that pissed me the hell off. I actually got a picture of this, this fucker up here. Uh, let me see. It's the prosecutor. Yeah, this motherfucker here, right here. This guy right here, over there. Uh, kind of blocking us a little bit, but oh well. He, uh, this guy right here. He, uh, Mr. Choi. I don't know if that's his name or not. It is John Choi. Said he will never forget July 6, 2016. The day 32-year-old Philando Castile was shot and killed by the St. Anthony Police Department officer during a simple traffic stop over a broken taillight. When asked for his license and registration, Castile told Officer Yancey, that's the same name as the guy that got shot. We <laughs> did the same guy. He had a licensed gun. Uh, Yancey, fearful Castile might reach for it, told him not to. But this, this Despite Castile's insistence that he was not reaching for the gun, Yancey fired seven shots from close range, killing him. Later, it was revealed Yancey and other officers in the car believed Castile resembled a robbery suspect before they pulled him over. So that's why they pulled him over, because they thought he was a suspect somewhere. It's not what they had PC. Yeah, yeah. Choi, the Ramsey County attorney in Minnesota, who charged Yancey for the shooting and later saw Yancey acquitted by a jury. So, uh, uh, fuck you, Ramsey. Told the Daily Beast he's never stopped thinking about the way the interaction began. Over an insinuous infraction, Choi said in the short of, in the, in the sort of traffic stop that black people like Castile have been stopped for over 40 times. Had nothing to do with his color of his skin. But here we go. Here we fucking go. Because this is just how stupid people are. This is what yeah. they're going to say. This is what they're going to do. They can't help themselves. Pull that up. Uh, in honor of Castile, Troy announced Wednesday his office will no longer, will no longer... This is fucked up shit. I'm getting pissed off thinking back because I already read it before. His office will no longer prosecute felony cases resulting from minor traffic stops. You heard me correct. What? If I pull you over because, let's say, I don't know, your license plate is expired or some something like that, and come to find out you have a felony warrant for, I don't know, rape, uh, I guess murder, murder uh, child molestation or anything like that because I found this out from the minor traffic stop he's not going to do anything about it or let's say I catch you with let's say he has a kidnapped child or something like that in the vehicle now body in the or something like that yeah he's not going to prosecute it <clears throat> for, uh, 
Yeah. Felony cases resulting from minor traffic stops for violations like expired registration, what I just said, overly tinted windows, or broken taillights. The change choice said is a deliberate attempt to cut down on what he said are unnecessary stops by police of people of color. If they have illegally dark tint, I don't know about y'all, but I don't have x-ray vision. I can't tell what fucking color somebody is inside the vehicle, even though it don't matter. Yeah, even though it don't matter. You know, that's not why I stop people is because of the color of their skin. I stop them because due to the violation they're committing. <sighs> people of color that too often spiral into fatal incidents. I'm not going to do this anymore, Choi told this piece of shit on the screen right here. Choi told the Daily Beast, I am not going to perpetuate these unjust practices that disproportionately impact my community. I'm sure, Mr. Joy, the DA is living in the fucking hood. I'm sure. I'm sure he, he's right next to the Section 8 housing. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure this motherfucker probably lives in a gated community somewhere. Anyway, Philando's mother praised Choi for the change and said she hopes it inspires other county prosecutors and police departments to do the same. She told the Daily Beast her son's broken taillight was simply an excuse to pull him over. Yes, it was, because they, he looked like a robbery suspect. If he wouldn't have fucking put his hands towards his gun after they said, don't reach where the gun's at, he wouldn't be dead right now. It's called follow fucking instruction. It's not that difficult. It's easy. Don't reach for where the gun's at, and you won't get shot. Oh, I'm going to reach where the gun's at, but, but yeah, obviously. Oh, gun? Yeah, obviously, the jury felt the same way because he was acquitted. Despite the praise from some corners, Troy told the Daily Beast he's been working behind the scenes to get police department in his county on board with the change. The hope, he said, is that new strategy isn't just a top-down decision, but one that would also inspire departments to amend their own internal policies and practices, which experts said often train police to stop drivers of color and those in high-crime areas. I, I, I don't know about Minnesota, because I didn't go to Post Academy or go to school in Minnesota for uh, to be a cop, but I've been a cop for a total with my reserve time about 27 years. And I've never been to any type of training, and I've never had any other senior officers than me, which there are many that I work with now. But when I was coming up as a rookie in FTO, I've never had any cops saying, oh, you just go out and pull over black people for random stuff just to see if they're breaking the law or have illegal shit. Never have. Never fucking happen. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but Allison, whatever her name is, a president of a union representing Count uh, Ramsey County Sheriff deputies, told the Daily Beast that Choi's new policy is another example of Ramsey County Attorney's Office circumventing the legislative process to satisfy their own political ambitions. Bingo. Uh, Char- Choi fathers the misnomer that a valid traffic stops for file small violations or anything less than legal stops to target activity already deemed illegal. Like others, Choi's change that she believes the new policy will only lead to more crime, which it will. 
uh, Brian Peters, the executive director of the Minnesota Police and Peace Officer Union, fired a missive at Choi during the press conference calling the policy absurd and a slap in the face to victims of crime. Ramsey County residents, be warned, those that break the law won't even get a slap on their wrist. They'll get a high five from the county attorney and be left to commit more and serious offenses. I'm sure they will. This motherfucker is probably a George Soros-funded uh, district attorney when he ran. I bet you, you go back. I bet you most of his money comes from George Soros' thing. That ain't the city where every officer quit, is it? I'm not sure. Choice of Peter's statement was an outdated model of values that led the county to a mass incarceration crisis and racial disparity in the criminal justice system. Choi told the Daily Beast that after meeting with police chiefs in his county in June, about half of the chiefs seemed willing to make their own changes as a result of the decision. Well, they're not making changes as a result. You, you saying you're going to poli- I mean, prosecute them, so why, are we going, why would the cops waste their fucking time? Why? Why would they do it? I would just quit at that point. I mean, either that or just don't pull cars over anymore. Uh, I, know. I know. What What's the point? You you go, you know, you traffic stop, boom, you walk up to the car. I mean, even if you see a dead body in the car. Yep. Fuck just, it. Have a good day. You <laughs> get your taillight fixed. He said, uh, Axel said he would direct patrol officers to prioritize enforcement on reducing crashes, injuries, and death by focusing on violations related to speeding, reckless driving, driving under influence, and running red light. He said that minor offenses like expired tags, a single burned out headlight, or taillights, small windshield cracks, lack of license plate lights, and small objects hanging from the mirror are illegal and important to note, but he said they have little effect on the safety of citizens. Uh, having a burnout headlight could affect a citizen if they don't see the car correctly and uh so fuck it so just don't I mean if i was over there i'd say fuck it i wouldn't even i would never renew my tags again because i can't get stopped for it no more so who cares if my tags are up to date or anything like that i want to be perfectly clear we should not use these violations as primary reasons for a traffic stop unless there's an article of public safety concern Jeez, the roseville police department has also made it public their support of choice decision i would fucking not work for roseville police department then uh focusing on equipment violation disproportionately affects communities of color and undermines law enforcement legitimacy so so what are you saying so what are they saying that that black people in the community people of color or whatever you want to call it can't have cars that are functioning and don't have illegal shit on them that's basically that's, that's basically shit. what I hear. To me, that's racist saying you can't do this because the the poor black folks can't. Really, really, no, no. But that's like they say about the IDs for voting. The black people aren't smart enough to go get an ID. That, I'm like, that is the most racist bullshit I've ever heard. Anyway, it keeps going on. Uh, in St. Paul, Ramsey County is the largest city. 43% of all traffic stops in 2020 involve black drivers, despite the fact that black people make only 16% of the population in the city. In Roseville, Minnesota, 20% of traffic stops 2020 involve black drivers, more than triple to 8% of black residents in the city. You know what? You know, I'm sure you have racist cops there, but I guarantee you, I don't know what color people are when I pull them over. I pull over the violation, and then I see who's in the car. So maybe it's that's the people committing the violation. I got accused 20-something years ago of uh, said this was a, a 
secretary where I had to turn my citations in that. And she made a comment, excuse me, that I only pulled over women and wrote women tickets because 90% of my tickets were all female. Well, I worked from uh, like 10 to 6, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So when I was out working, most, I guess, the men were at work working because I was writing a bunch of soccer moms. I have no control on who's speeding and who doing what. But this bitch had the nerve to accuse me of it, even though it wasn't true. Uh, it's just you pulling over the violation. You have no control on who's behind the wheel. Anyway, God, this is a long story. I'm not reading this whole thing. Anyway, Mr. fucking Choi right here. Picture of him up if y'all are on the live stream. Uh, when y'all don't have any cops in Minnesota over there, or your crime rate starts going through the fucking roof, which it will. It's this man's fault because he has fucked up shit. That's him right there. Uh, that's him. So, fuck it. Christy Smith says, where's Freebird? Freebird wasn't able to make it because Freebird has the Rona, Christy. And uh, he's got, he 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 does. And I was there to say, he got the COVID. He does have the COVID. So hopefully when Freebird gets over the, the COVID, he will definitely be back up in here for sure. But uh, not until then. We can't be having a. Uh, I just got over to COVID. I don't want it back. So anyway, what you think of Mr. Choi? Is he going to piss you off? I, I, I couldn't work out there. I'm sorry. I, no, I, and I don't see how, I mean, somebody has to contest it with their state's uh, Supreme Court. Because well, it, we're granted probable cause. Well, he's saying, I mean, we can arrest him. He's just ain't going to prosecute him. Which so, to me, in other words, that, to me that's, time. that's malfeasance in office because he's refusing to do his job. He's refusing to do his job. Right. And I mean, once again, if the guy's got a dead body in the back seat, he's obviously going to kill somebody else. I mean, that's just the way they are. Like I said, he's a fucking job. I guarantee you he's a George Soros uh, appointee in there. So anyway, fuck Mr. Choi. He's um, just pissing me off. I tried to use face recognition, and it didn't do it because it shit on my face. <laughs> Uh, the next one. Uh, the D.C. police. Yeah. I'll let you read it. The video released of uh, from uh, ABC News uh, from the September 7th. This is from Washington. Video released after D.C. police shooting man who had a who had a fake gun. Uh, if you get a chance, go watch the video on YouTube or something. It's up. There. It ain't got no orange tip. No, no, no. It, it's. I would have shot this dude. It was a clean shoot. I don't care what they say, but uh, you go ahead and read the read the story. Not a problem. Police body camera video from a deadly D.C. police officer involved shooting on August 31st has been released. Investigators responded to the 1400 block of V Street Northwest just before 7 p.m. That day after receiving a call from the citizens regarding a man holding a long gun on an apartment balcony. Metropolitan Police Department Chief Robert Conti said in a press conference that even that evening that officers 
knocked on the apartment's door and talked to 34-year-old George Washington or Watson several times, but the attempts to de-escalate the situation were unsuccessful. One of the officers later shot the suspect, who was pronounced dead in the area hospital. Uh, the video shows several officers standing outside the men's apartment in the hallway with weapons drawn, and at least one standing behind a shield. One of the officers knocks on the door and says, hey, it's the police. The same officer tells the person on the other side of the door that he's trying to check on someone. Someone inside the apartment can be heard asking why the officer has a riot shield. Then a man comes out of the apartment. Much of the conversation that ensues between that man and the officers has been bleeped out. An officer asks if he can come in the apartment. The man says no. Then the man goes back inside and slams the door. When the man comes back out of the apartment, he's holding what appears to be a gun. And one of the officers fires on him immediately. Chief Conti, in a press conference on the night of the shooting, that the gun appeared to be some kind of airsoft gun, perhaps painted. So he intentionally did that. The department released the following photo of the weapon. Uh, Seven News has reached out to ask whether the investigations have determined what type of weapon it is. And in the AR-style platform, it I mean, it looks dead ringer to an AR. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I saw... Uh I said I watched the video and stuff. Like I said, but I apologize for the people watching live or going back and watching. I usually will put the videos and stuff up using this new platform, and I ran out of time. Uh, this video here, I mean, this guy comes out, and it looks like he has a long gun with him. And being law enforcement or being anybody, you don't have you don't have time to sit there and say, oh, is that a real gun? Mr. Bad Guy, is that a real gun or is that a fake gun? So sad, so sorry. You're ventilated. <coughs> they did their job. This and the rule guy, of thumb is <clears throat> this guy knew it was going to happen. Gun. This guy knew it was going to happen. It's probably someone suicide by a cop, or he's trying to, you know, get his people some money by his death. But he knew what the hell was going to happen on him. But that 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 was a straight up good shoot. Like I said, apologize for not being able to put the video up. But are you able to grab that picture off there or not? Of the there. AR. Oh. Uh, don't know how to do that on here yet. <laughs> like I said, I just downloaded this thing. It's the first time I'm using this program. I'm I usually use another one. Uh, they had another one, another uh, another shooting, which involved uh, this one was uh, this man, police man with two replica weapons shot and killed by Prince George police officers. Uh, the man was identified as a 29-year-old Cedric Williams. Uh, a man was fatally shot by Prince George County police officer Friday afternoon outside his outside a building he was allegedly being banned from, according to police chief. I don't know how to say his name. Can't people name be like named Fred and shit? <laughs> After, <laughs> around 1240. Uh, as I said, 29-year-old Cedric Williams, with no fixed address, had ordered some food that had been delivered to the front desk of a, the, a building. So I'm taking it to a hotel. If you order food, and had a front desk. He had been banned. That he had been banned from entering on Thursday. Uh, Corporal John Diggs, who was working a security job at the building, ordered him to leave, but said he did not comply. 
Uh, they said witnesses told him that Diggs escorted Williams out of the building where the two men got into a verbal altercation and then a fight, according to police. Williams retrieved a bag, pulled out what looked like a handgun, and pointed it at Diggs, the cop. Well, we know what's going to happen there, don't we? Morons. Yes. How you doing, Jake? Oh, uh, I'm glad you got your stickers in the mail. Uh, they said uh, Diggs tased William twice to try to subdue him, neither of which worked, according to uh, Williams, then pulled out a long gun. And after Diggs again attempted to get him to drop the gun, he didn't comply. The officer fired his own gun at the man multiple times with him shot and killed. First of all, this dude had multiple chances. They tried to tase him twice. Then he pulled out another gun, and he still like, hey, put it down. They said after an initial investigation at the scene, it was determined that the weapons the man produced were replicas. They did have pictures of them up here, like I said. Did. If you see these pictures, they look exactly like a real gun. Sorry. Don't have time to say, Mr. Bad Guy, is that a real gun? Right. Roy, you got a cup. <laughs> okay, I don't hear about your stickers. You got a, got a cup. Uh, and you got shrimp, too. I cooked for you twice. I cooked for you twice, Roy, and gave you a cup. So Yeah, up. Roy. Yeah, so I don't get cooked for it. <laughs> Anyway, they show pictures of the gun. I mean, it looks uh, real. So, nineteen eleven. Yeah. Uh, they they show the uh, picture of the long gun, which looks exactly like an AR. They said uh, the bad guy had histories of threats and intimidation and behavioral issues, which led him to being banned from the property. The message to residents is that they did exactly what they should have done. They alerted the residential managers and told them about the issues, and the residential managers took the type of actions he would take. They saw something, and they said something, and it got us to the point. So Diggs was taken to the local hospital for treatment for minor injuries to his hand, he, hand and face. He had been with the department for 12 years and assigned to the Bureau of Patrol. He is on administrative leave pending the outcome of the investigation. Uh, it sounds like a good shoot. Of course, you got, you know, you got residents, you know, they went and found two residents, the news people, two residents who live in the building after the shooting occurred. One man requested to be anonymous. The other man is named Robert Middleton. Both men offered a similar account of the event they saw happen at the building. They said that Williams walked away from the building down a long ramp. Diggs followed him. He said it appeared to him that Diggs was agitating the situation. In my opinion, the officer was kind of rude to the man, Middleton said, egging him on, wanting to fight the man. Here we go. He said then they got into an altercation near a bus stop along Owens Road. After that, Middleton said he heard multiple gunshots. He emptied the gun on him, he said. I heard about 11 shots. Well, if he had a semi-auto, I hope he had more than 11 shots in it. And I <laughs> doubt he emptied the gun. Uh, anyway, they say, of course, you know, these two people here, like, oh, it, you know, they probably also have post-traumatic stress overhearing the gunshots. And now they need, you know. Cell security. Yeah. Let me see. Well, is this going to play through here? Let me see. 
Here we go. We're going. We can hear the audio of the the video because because here we go. Here we go. I wanted to fight the man, and I heard I was watching escort the young man down the ramp, and he was verbally taking the young man to fight. Something's gone on. I heard about eleven shots. Anyway, that 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 was him. Uh, like I said, whatever. Oh, I know what Grady Judd would have said. <sighs> yeah. You just get a hold of your good friend, Bam. I have all the stickers in, in my possession, Roy. Roy, Roy, that's who the boss is. Roy, I have boiled shrimp for you. I fried catfish. You got a cup. Yeah, you 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 reminded me of a dude right now from Afghanistan bitching about the food. It's not enough, Roy. It's never enough. <laughs> just just fucking with Roy. Uh, let's see what the next story will bring us because uh anyway. That guy right there deserved to be shot too. I'm sorry. Two good shoots. If it wasn't a good shoot, I would say it wasn't. I believed in my opinion. Like I said, this whole show is about my opinion and Holster's opinion there. <laughs> you ready to read this local story? I hope you can pronounce these names right. Being a oh. Floridian. Well, I know the name of the city. What's the name? Baton Rouge. No, that's not where it happened at, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. An 18 year old man was arrested on felony murder charge in connection with a fatal shooting incident that occurred on September 11th. What is it? Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a butcher. I'm a butcher. Rainy? Rain, just rain. Sil- <laughs> That's not si- how you find rain. It's not rainy. It's rain. But <laughs> wow. That's the same way you spell that dude from that homesteader show. And his last name's Rainy. But I'll give it to you. All right. Ryan Richard, an 18 year old from Rain, Louisiana, was arrested for second degree murder and booked into the St. Martin Parish Correctional Center. At 3 a.m. on Saturday morning, St. Martin's Parish Sheriff's Office deputies responded to a call to a 911 call about male subject who arrived at a local hospital gunshot with a gunshot wound. Deputies learned that the 17-year-old male subject, also from Rain, Louisiana, was shot in the 1100 block of Orchard Park Drive in Cecilia? I wouldn't listen. I was just listening. I wasn't following. Oh, okay. Following in an altercation with Richards. He was transported in a personal vehicle to the hospital. Was pronounced deceased shortly after arriving. No bond has been set. I'm so confused by that story. Anyway, I mean, that's, that's the kid right there. I put his picture up on the screen. You can see him. He's a young kid. He's stupid. You know, he'll probably spend the majority of his life now if that dude dies. Uh, did he say he died? Yeah, he's deceased. Yeah, he's dead. He's going to spend the majority of his uh, adult life in prison now because he's a dumbass. 
Just like other most dumbasses, he deserves it. Oh, Very wait a minute now. He's 17 years old. Hopefully they charge him. Well, they put his face up there, so they must be charging him as an adult. Cause he's, well, they, they could try, but remember that new Obama law or whatever. If you're under the age of 18, you can't serve life. So he's probably going to get 25 years. Yeah, that's still I me. Mean, that's a long time, though. Yeah, it'd be 40. So, I mean, you're, I mean, that's older than you there, you little whippersnapper. <laughs> Compared to me, anyway. Oh, uh, you're just spring chicken, ain't you? Shit, if I was a chicken, I'd be past my egg-laying days. Ain't it? <laughs> Ate me. So, <laughs> all right. This next one uh, is uh, kind of funny here. I think I got a picture of this old fella. Let's see. Yes, I do. This is probably the guy that got him phones for all those tiktoks we kept seeing look at him see him right there this dude's an idiot just out of slidell louisiana he was a he was i'm saying i'm gonna say was a contract teacher at dixon correctional institute he was arrested after allegedly sneaking inmates cell phones cigarettes and alcohol louisiana department of public safety and correction said and this motherfucker is 61 years old Mark Shamberger. Bitch, that fucker got picked on all the time in school. The last name is Shamberger. I can see, oh, it's looking like Mr. Hamburger's coming back. Just stop it. <laughs> is no longer allowed on Department of Corrections property, except when he goes to do his time there. <laughs> uh, Shamberger was booked in the East Feliciana Parish Jail for introduction of contraband to a penal institution and malfeasance in office. It's a short story. I just want to throw it up there. This dude, this idiot right there, was uh, supposed to be teaching inmates uh, whatever they teach inmates and uh, decided uh, they all, uh, let me tell you what, I worked in corrections from DOC. I think Colstera's got some experience in it too. And uh, these inmates, if they find one little in on you, they will try to manipulate you to do like this. They got this old man to do. So. Yeah, I, I really don't understand. I mean, I, like, I think the guys in jail ain't got that much damn money. We, so why would you risk your job? One of them probably got their, their old lady, their girlfriend to go suck his dick or something. That's all I can figure. Probably gave Just him some of be. that, some of that hoochie coochie voodoo stuff, some of that <laughs> voodoo coochie and put it on him. And he did all that. So, it, it's it's stupid. This I just I think those people that do stuff like this are, are just very very weak weak minded individuals. Anyway, that's him in his new prison garb. But he will be no he will be no longer he he can still teach. He just won't be getting going home afterwards while he's teaching. But that's him so. Right there. Is Louisiana like Florida introduction of any foreign substance into a prison as a felony? Uh. I think so. I, have to I mean, anything. You have a freaking lighter in your pocket and don't tell them it's a felony. Have to. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. This next one is extremely interesting. Uh, this ought to get all kind of cops excited. This this next one here we got is about a fireman. Wow. They called me the fireman, or they did call me the fireman. They don't call this man right here. Got a picture of him, too. So I guess they're doing the same thing to firemen that they do to law enforcement officers. 
They throw former up there. Yeah, like, that, what does it does. matter? He was arrested on rape charges. He's got a very, in this picture of him up here, he's got a very smug look on his face, don't you think? Like, For somebody just got arrested, absolutely. Like, whatever, look. I bet you he's, he's an asshole. Either that or he's secretly gay and he's going to enjoy the inside. I'm just, All right. I, I'm getting ready to go get all kind of cock. This was in Bogalusa. Thank God I had to say that, huh? Yeah, I was looking at it like, no, I don't say that. <laughs> it's Bogalusa. A former, a former firefighter was arrested Tuesday for second degree rape, second degree rape, which, it, which is his second arrest for rape in the span of a few months. Wait, how? So he must have raped somebody, got arrested, charged, bonded out, and then he's going to go rape somebody else. He's a fucking rapist. Now, what happened was he got pulled over in that one district, and the rape victim was in the back seat pleading for help. And they go, "Sorry, we can't arrest him. They won't prosecute." No, this is in Minnesota. That's that's Louisiana, <laughs> Minnesota. Washington Parish Sheriff's Office said thirty-six-year-old Brandon Applewhite. That's a fucking last name too. Applewhite, right there. Yeah, was arrested on September seventh. 7th and released two days later after posting a $75,000 bond. Which is about, I don't know, 7500 Or he's got people that put up property. Applewhite's first arrest was in May of this year, 2021, when he was charged with non-consensual disclosure of a private picture, extortion, and malfeasance. So he must have posted a picture of an ex-girlfriend or something without their permission or something like that. Applewhite was arrested on a charge of second-degree rape. Uh, asking for anybody who has any more information on Mr. Applewhite. Uh, and this very serious matter is to ask to contact Detective, Detective Captain Tom Anderson at 985-661. Six zero two four. No, Roy, that is uh, not fluffy, <laughs> right there. That's not fluffy. Uh, fluffy is uh, my stepdaughter's boyfriend, who's a fireman. <laughs> if if Fluffy started trying to rape her or doing anything else like that, jail would be the place he'd want to go for safety reasons. Just say yeah. that would be a safe place for him. Anyway, Mister. Mr. Asswipe right here, I mean Applewhite, the rapist, uh, it's a big fuck you to him too because he's a piece of shit and I hope he gets burned in hell. I hope he gets ass raped by the biggest cock they have in prison that just like rips his asshole wide open and makes him bleed for a month. Just, he's just, rapists are, are shitty, shitty individual and people. once they they find out that he's a rapist on the inside they, they'll have to keep him separate shitty people oh i don't know how that gate let, got left open yep <laughs> i would never do that for real it's just it's all satire comedy podcast we'll have the teacher open the door for <laughs> yeah him and the teacher can get there uh how far are we we're getting close. We, I, I knew we weren't going to get uh, to all these stories. So we're going to skip. Just to let you know, we had one 
Uh, I'm going to skip it. A 12-year-old was killed in a crash after state troopers used a pit maneuver to stop the car. Give you the cliff notes on it. The kids' parents let them go with this man to go, I don't know, side job or something. I don't know, to the store or whatever. The guy happened to be some sovereign citizen. He gets pulled over by the cops, uh, giving him, you know, the sovereign citizen shit. He decides he don't want to stay there no more. He drives off. High-speed pursuit ensues, and the state trooper ends up pinning the car. Uh, I'm assuming that the kid, little kid didn't have a seatbelt on because this man and his other kid, another kid that was in the car with his, they both survived and walked away. This other little boy who was 12 died. Of course, the family saying, you know, it's the cop's fault. They didn't have to do this or didn't have to do that. Why didn't you just let them go? Blah, 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 blah. Well, it's your fault for letting your kids get in the car with a dumb motherfucker. Uh, that's a sovereign citizen. So, but it's the cop's fault. But anyway, that's that story. Uh, kid was really small too. So yeah, he, he, he was a small. Seat. He was a small kid. But anyway, skip that one. Uh, the Baton Rouge. Uh, no, they caught on camera when I was going to put the video up because uh, it makes it more interesting. But uh, no, this next one here is not. It's a Louisiana story. Uh, it, it was kind of the only reason I put it. I didn't put. It, I should have put a picture of her up too. There's a picture of her right there. Look at her. She's so pretty, right there. Not really. Uh, anyway, that's her. Let me go back to the story. This is the city. Uh, no, it's a sheriff's office. It's from yeah, sheriff. Louisiana city State Police. Louisiana State Police released more information about the arrest of a Caldwell Sheriff's Chief Civil Deputy. Now, she's like, Chief Civil Deputies and Sheriff's Officer, like third or fourth in command, something happened to the sheriff. So they're administrative level people. They're on the top upper echelon people, you know, they're admin. Anyway, it's an update. Uh, the Louisiana State Police have released new details about the arrest of Caldwell Parish Sheriff's Chief Civil Deputy. According to the police, in September, Louisiana State Police Criminal Investigation Division, along with uh, the Monroe Field Office, this is up in northern Louisiana, along with the Monroe Field Office, was asked to help investigate a possible theft involving their chief civil deputy. Hello, Roy Spalding. How you doing? Off of YouTube there. Thanks for coming in and uh, watching. Appreciate it. Anyway, this woman's name is what really caught me. <laughs> according according to the police, the deputies got a tip that cash may have been stolen from the cash drawer at the sheriff's office that is used to hold money to collect fines and fees. The investigators say Louisiana State Police detectives identified Debbie Dollar. Her last name <laughs> Dollar. And she was stealing money. Dollars. Debbie Dollar. Needed them dollars. Let's go. Get some of them dollars. <laughs> I'm just sorry. It's the name. She's 58. Her, if you saw the picture earlier, she she looks like she's had a hard life. She might have been stealing yeah. money for some facelift and some Botox. I don't know. <coughs> As a suspect in the case, over the course of the investigation, detectives learned that Dollar had stolen over $35,000 from the cash drawer. It's $35,000 in cash. She's the oh, chief civil yeah. deputy. She's the chief civil deputy. 
the other deputies are not going to question her when she goes and does anything. Like I said, she's admin. That's like you get fired. You know. Uh, over uh, since January 2020, it's been going on. Police say Dollar was arrested early in the morning, September 14th, and charged with one count of malfeasance and officer one count of felony theft. Officers say Dollar was booked in the Caldwell Parish Jail. Her bomb was set at what? Dollar. <laughs> damn near, <laughs> damn near a whopping of four thousand dollars. I bet you she used some of them dollars to bail out four thousand dollars. Anyway. She's going to, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in this case, this case right here. She's going to make restitution and pay back to $35,000. And they're going to slap her on the wrist and give her some supervised probation, probably uh, local yeah. probation, not state probation. And uh, she'll probably get Article 894 at when it's ended, which will come off her record. But don't steal. Stealing's bad. Don't do drugs and don't steal. Well, now's when you find out if she has any dirt on anybody above her. Oh yeah, well that is true also. But uh, don't. When you're in those positions, you have dirt on some people. So anyway, I mean, she she was probably one of the higher paid people at that sheriff's office too. But I wonder if Debbie Dollar could go get a job at the Dollar Dollar General. (laughs) Yes, I'm Debbie Dollar that works at the Dollar General. How may I help you today? Oh my God! If she was a stripper from the picture I showed y'all, it would be Debbie Penny. Because <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody gonna give her no dollar. I'm pretty sure her own husband don't want to see her naked. I'm sorry. She just nope, nope, nope. Uh, well, anyway, what time is it? I know we're getting close. We're getting so close. Let's see. Which one you want to do? Which one you want to read? Do you want the city imposes a curfew? Of course, there's an Illinois story, or uh, the one that if you want a promotion in this North Carolina city police or fire department, that you're gonna have to get the COVID shot, or you won't that be promoted. <laughs> That's bullshit. Read it. Read it. Read it. Want a promotion? Get vaccinated first. North Carolina city tells workers. Police and fire officials released memos responding to the new requirement uh, by Anna Johnson, uh, whatever. Uh, Riley, North Carolina, city of Riley, employees seeking promotions will need to be vaccinated against COVID-19, according to a recent city memo. The city's 4,000 employees must be vaccinated by Friday or start weekly testing. If testing is refused, the employee will face progressive, dis- progressive discipline. According to an email to employees sent out mid-August, now the city plans to limit promotions to those vaccinated, according according to the memo that was sent last week to Riley Police Department. The decision required promoted employees to be vaccinated was recently made by leadership and applies to the entire organization, said Sherry Hunter, the police Department's Administrative Service Division Commander. The memo goes on to say that the officers can still get promoted if they're not vaccinated until December 31st. Effective January 1st, police officers must be fully vaccinated to be promoted, the memo said. Please note that an 
An exception has been made for for police and public safety since the promotion promotional vaccine requires or the requirement for the rest of the city is effective as of September 17th. Um, so in other words, the cops got to get it first. The December 31st deadline also applies to fire departments and Riley Wake Emergency Communication Center, says city spokesman Julia Milstead. Uh, the Riley Professional Fire Association is deeply concerned of the new requirement by the Riley Department to be vaccinated uh, in order to be promoted. An employee's career should not be stifled by a personal medical choice, according to, according to the post on the association's Facebook page. Well, you saying... It's Riley, North Carolina, which I knew that, but it's not spelled like Riley. It's spelled like Ralph almost. Yeah, but see, I, I've been there. So, yeah, I know what it's called. Not not Homo, Louisiana. It's not his. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sure they're going to lose a lot of people, you know, because one of them, well, it must be one of them workplaces that's forcing all their people to uh, get the vaccine when they don't want it. And my problem is if you tell people. I'll promote you if you get a shot. It, it don't make any sense. You're going to be too damn top heavy. It's not. You can't have everybody in the department be a corporal. I know. Well, it's not worth it to me anyway. Like I said, I've <clears throat> caught COVID recently. It's not fun, and you know, not 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 saying that I'll never get the shot. And if somebody wants to go get the shot, go get the shot. Right. It should be uh, individual's choice. Uh, what do they keep Freedom hollering? Well, what, do they, what do all these uh, people keep hollering? Though it's my body, my choice. Well, you want to kill a baby in your body. I don't want a vaccine in mine. Okay? If you want it, go get it. Does it work? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist or anything like that. I have my own this speculations. We have to get vaccinated to protect vaccinated people. How the fuck does that make sense? Well, personally, with me, if all these uh, these people uh, want, you know, they, they hate conservatives and Republican people and all that stuff like that, and you hate me so bad, and you want me gone, stop. Why would you care if I, you wouldn't want me to get the vaccine? You're going to want me to catch COVID and die. And why, if you're vaccinated, you shouldn't give a shit if I'm vaccinated or not. Right. You, you're protected, right? You got the vaccine. Supposedly. You're protected. Why would you care if I have it or not? So, I don't know. It, it's, I'm so sick. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about all of the, uh, all of it on the news all the time and everything like that. Uh, I will, oh, I, I didn't do, I know there's a lot of them, stuff that happened out there. I'm going to throw this out since it's, close to the end getting ready to end and uh i didn't do a, a 9-11 episode uh you know because everybody does stuff and you know you had biden and i almost said the o biden but they were both there getting their photo ops and all that stuff like that i didn't do one i thought about it i mean i, I can throw it out there and so I, I can i was 30 years old when it happened uh I was getting ready for work. I was at my house. I worked 10 to 6. 
I was actually watching a TV show, I think ER or something, just had it on. And when they popped on with the planes hitting the towers, I thought it was part of the TV show at first and stuff like that. I think you were, what, like 10? <laughs> no, I was in school, though. I was sitting. Uh, How old are you? I think it was high school. How old are you? Shit, 36. Oh, 36. So you were 16 when it happened then. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> tell him my age. Like I said, he was 16. I was 30. So you can see the gray from my beard. You know, so hey, I got gray too. My wife keeps pointing it out. <laughs> so, but anyway, I just didn't do one. But, you know, it's not, you know, almost made me want to rejoin the military and stuff back then and stuff like that. It, it was a big thing. It was, was sad as most of the younger generation, you know, they they know it happened, but they lived through it. Back then, uh, after that happened, especially being in in law enforcement, you couldn't go anywhere without somebody telling you how much they appreciated you. Now we can't go anywhere without telling people telling us how much they dislike us. So it was America back then. America. Everybody loved every other American. Yeah, America. But anyway, we we. At our hour mark, a little bit over, we had to, I, I did send whole stare a whole shit ton of stories. It's, there's just so much stupid bullshit out there. Just can't have get to it. Have we been on here for an hour? Actually, a little bit over. <laughs> we have been doing it. Time flies when you're having fun, huh? Hell yeah. Still, still uh, we got to do our hot nut story. Uh, who, which, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about about Precious Johnson from last week. You just <laughs> can't yeah. beat Precious. Uh, let's see which ones we did from the Hot Nut story. I'm going to go with the... Uh, it's got to be one of the people who pulled the damn gun out. No, I'm going with that stupid fucking DA is my choice. It's, yeah, he can suck him. some hot nuts. Yeah, he, he, he got, he, he's getting the hot nuts and... Uh, we're going to give them the hot nuts. Anybody here want to buy my nuts? Selling nuts. Hot nuts. I've got nuts for sale. Anyway, he gets the hot nuts for this week. Uh, I didn't put nothing. <laughs> I apologize for everybody that doesn't mean I didn't put nothing outside Sunday or Monday. Uh, I just. I didn't do the, the guest. I, I didn't have a guest. I have some stories I'm going to talk about. So if I don't have a guest this weekend, I am going to put one out because I, I do have some stories to talk about from my own personal stuff uh, I'll talk about. But I, I just didn't do it. Mine, I don't know if I got COVID head or what. My, just didn't have the right mindset. I mean, it's like, it's weird. COVID art. Well, still just like getting uh, bam. I mean, she hadn't really been doing her cup stuff much since we got better. I don't know, know what it is. It's weird. But I do apologize for it. So, so until uh, this weekend or anyway, make sure you watch it. You watch your own back. Watch you everybody else's back, and remember to smile. That the Ice Man could always be behind you and host there. Don't go nowhere. Talk to you in a second. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.